0: Today on NLPS Ed Talks, we're talking with Nancy Ketchin. She's our absence dispatch coordinator here in the district. That's not the reason why we have her on the show today. We're actually going to be talking to her about what she does outside of the district, and it all has to do with frogs. Catch your attention yet? Stay tuned. This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. The Niamh Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, Nancy, to NLPS Ed Talks. I'm very happy to have you here today. Uh, this is exciting. This is something new that we've uh, we've been doing now for a few weeks. You're number six on our podcast on NLPS Ed Talks, uh, and I really needed to get you in here. Now, a little bit about what you do, and we'll get to that in just a little bit, is, is very visual, but um, we need to talk about this. Okay, so first off, welcome, Nancy Ketchin.
1: Thank you very much. Thank I- you, Dale.
0: Very excited to have you here. So, Nancy, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do here in the district?
1: Uh, I've been with the district four years now. Um, Started out as a temp secretary, and two years ago I got uh, the job as absence dispatch coordinator. So I'm responsible for overseeing the uh, ADS system uh, and making sure that uh, we've got teachers in the classrooms and support staff every day.
0: So you're the one when uh, somebody's sick, a teacher or, or an EA, and uh, they, they they call into the system or they put it into the system saying they can't make it, Yeah. it goes to you. You're the person that makes sure that it gets filled. Absolutely. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay, so a yeah. uh, little background maybe. How many, do you know how many teachers we have out there? How many EAs? Do you, do you know the numbers?
1: I don't know. I mean, we're looking at about 174, 180, I think, TTOCs. Wow. But um EAs, I'm not sure of. Okay, yeah.
0: that's right. And last count around, I think for staff-wise here in the district, Um I was told around the two thousand mark is is where we're at for for the um, for the people working in the district. Right. Yeah. So these are these are not the the TOCs or TTOCs. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, and then four years. What did you do before the four years?
1: Work nonprofit. Hey, great. For about ten years, and I worked in the forest industry for about twenty.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. nonprofit. Who was that with?
1: United Way. Hey,
0: fantastic. So yeah. what did you do with United Way? Uh,
1: started out as admin assistant and ended up um, acting executive director and resource development coordinator for all the fundraising.
0: Wow, nice. Yeah. And then before that, forestry. So how was that transition? What did you do in forestry and how did you transition to the United Way?
1: I worked uh, in HR.
0: Ah, gotcha.
1: Yeah. And um, actually out at HARMAC for okay. 17 years and then worked for uh, Western Forest Products and then started the little project that i have going here <laughs> and uh yeah i've been very fortunate to got a uh, big area of where i've worked and it's been um i've been very fortunate
0: well, and we're fortunate to have you here because the the job that you have in the district right now is very important. We have to make sure that those uh, positions are filled every day, and uh, it, it is it is nice to have you. So let's let's get right into it now. You you brought something in here, um, and I thought it was pickles. I thought you were bringing me pickles. I thought, <laughs> oh wow, you know we're going to do a podcast. You brought me some pickles. That's awesome. But they're not pickles. They're actually moving around right now in this jar. And uh, I'm going to take some video and I'm going to share that online because uh, we're talking about it, but it's really nice to actually see it. Now, Nancy, what is in this jar? What am I looking at right now?
1: You're looking at American bullfrog tadpoles at different stages of their development. It takes them about three years to actually hatch out into a frog. Three years.
0: Tomorrow, yeah. That seems like a long time. Is that a long time for, f- uh, well, not for, I guess, an American bullfrog, but just a frog in general? Is that a longer period?
1: Yeah. The frogs that we have here, um, they usually do it, you know, they hatch out in the spring and then they become frogs in the summer. Okay. These are an introduced species. Okay. Okay. And uh, I think back when the native, I think they're now f- they have them down in Louisiana.
0: So they're not native to the island. They're not native
1: to BC. The only place native they're BC. native to is Ontario.
0: That's what you meant by introduced. Yeah. So some people brought this here and just dumped them. Well, no, they didn't dump them. (laughs) They didn't dump
1: them. These are the frogs that they use for frog legs. Oh. Okay. So they were brought into the island about 60 years ago. Okay. And they opened up three farms that we know of. One was in Ladysmith. No, one was in Victoria. One was in Yellow Point and another one in Parksville. And they didn't have the market for them. Okay. And back then, we weren't aware of um, what happens when you introduce something that's not supposed to be here okay no and they let them go
0: and they let them go okay yeah so um, and this is the reason why I have you here because we have like I said about 2,000 staff pe- or staff employees rather here in the district everyone has their own stories mm-hmm. uh, you work in the HR department during the day but you do this, this this awesome job uh, as well, and so that's why I wanted to have you here. When we mm-hmm. first started chatting about it, you talked about the frogs and so on and so forth, and 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 you are one of the people that make up the many people here in the district, and and uh, I want to hear these stories. So uh, before we go a little further, let's get a little bit a little bit of background. So what is it that you do? Is it, do you have an official title for what you do here, and and why we have these American bullfrogs?
1: Well, I don't have a PhD, <laughs> okay, but I do have a PFC which is professional frog catcher.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I like that.
1: Yeah, I started this probably about 17 years ago with my youngest, and uh, we were hearing about all these big frogs in the Yellow Point area. Okay. So him and I jumped in the car one day, and we decided we were going to go out at night and look. And we found them you know, in the middle of the road, these huge frogs. And the first time we went, we put them in ice cream buckets, and we were so excited. He was 10. Okay. So um, we brought them home, and they're so strong that they blew the lids off the the ice cream buckets when we had them on the table, and then we were catching frogs in the living room because they were jumping all over the place. Oh, no.
0: These are full size already. Full size. Okay.
1: And the biggest one I've seen is about 8 inches nose to butt.
0: Eighteen inches? Eight inches. Oh eight inches. Just Sorry. The, just, I'm not hearing things properly. But just eight the body? Inches.
1: Okay. So we we developed a market for them. Wow. We got a hold of VIU okay. and we said, you know, if we can catch these frogs and you can use them in your bylad because they're not supposed to be here. Right. Would you would you buy them from us? Mm-hmm. So uh, we started that. We started going out and catching frogs.
0: That's how it started.
1: Yeah. And we had to catch I think the first year about two hundred and twenty.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's, is that's that something that VAU requested that yep. they needed? Okay. They needed
1: them for the bilabs and we had to free, we we caught them mm-hmm. and then we, uh, and they're great to catch the big frogs. Okay. It was very competitive. We fly fish for them and we get them out of the ponds.
0: Fly fish? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Because so they'll tack anything that, that moves. Really? Yeah. They're very they're I mean they eat baby ducks. They're they're hungry. Oh come on. Yeah. The big ones will eat baby ducks. Anything from a robin down in size they'll eat they'll eat snakes. They even eat eat each other
0: so you're you're fly fishing for these you just you you throw something in the water and you just hook them like you normally would with with any fish
1: yeah we use we used a a lure okay okay a barbless hook so it doesn't because they're soft tissue we didn't want to rip their 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 faces off or their their you know in the mouth because it's not their fault that they're here right and then we'd bring them home and uh we'd sex them okay and then i would put them in the freezer because oh, okay. they hibernate in the winter anyway, right. so we would slow them down that way. Because you can't start putting them into bags, right? Um, when they're moving, because they're it, that's ridiculous. So we we would put them in um, the freezer for about an hour, okay, and then take them out and then pack them in the bag in a plastic bag, right? And then put them back in the freezer, and they would die in the freezer. They just wouldn't wake up.
0: And okay. that was
1: at that time, that was the most humane way to do it. Okay. So we did that for about five years and wow. And then they wanted us to start euthanizing them. I'm using a chemical, and I just wouldn't get into it. I didn't want to have any chemicals on the property okay and the freezing, in my opinion, and from a lot of other people that was it was good to do it that way
0: Oh, so that's a common practice, so uh, yeah. I mean, let's just say somewhere else somewhere else in the world they're doing the same process. I mean, it's it possibly, could be common, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it's nice. the
1: most inhumane way of doing it, right? You know, because they slow down anyway. When they get cold, they start their amphibian, they start to slow down, right? So we did that, and then um, I picked up a um, another market for for the tadpoles. So okay. I've got three universities across Canada that want them, and they're using them for medical research.
0: Which universities are those
1: uh, University of uh, Calgary okay uh, University of Lavelle Quebec okay and the University of Ottawa
0: Wow so they go they, they go quite far
1: and they go live the tadpoles go live
0: they go live yeah. so you send them in how, how, how do you transport those okay
1: so they I I have um, a cardboard box that's insulated mm-hmm. and I get plastic bags and I put about 25 in a bag and uh, fill it full of oxygen mm-hmm. and it's like a, a tropical fish when you go to the to the fish store right okay so and then I pack them in there and we go to the airport I have to pre-book of course <laughs> and then I have to go through screening with them
0: oh okay. and they have
1: to be taken out of the out of the box and they have to screen the box Oh boy! and then yeah. we have to get the fastest flight It they'll they seem to go about 20 they'll go at least 24 hours in the plastic bag okay it depends on the development of them. Right. If they've got legs, um, they're really stressed yes. right now because they're trying to become frogs. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. The ones that don't have legs, they 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 survive very very easily. So I cool them mm-hmm. and keep them because the the cooler the water is, the less oxygen they use.
0: Makes okay? sense. Yeah.
1: Right. So I put cold packs in the in the boxes Good. and yeah. Uh, but not everyone can do this. I, I have a permit. I, you know, that was
0: my next question. Yeah. Yes, so I have
1: the a permit through the ministry. Through of the a, ministry of Environment. Yeah.
0: Okay, that makes sense, right? Because yeah. you've um, you've probably got to follow some rules, right? There's there's some guidelines, right? Yeah,
1: there is.
0: Okay, um, and are there other people that that do this here on the island? No. Okay.
1: No, and I think I was probably you know I'm the resident expert. Okay. On it. I mean, <laughs> I've done a lot of research on it, and uh, my son and I we've been everywhere catching frogs and. And um, trying to get a different market. Of course, he's not really involved anymore because he's all growing up. Right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> left it for you. Yep. Left it for me. Oh boy! I've got, I'm trying to recruit <laughs> one of my grandsons. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it was it was it's been uh, really fun. Well, it's and been it, a fun experience. it sounds
0: like you weren't even looking for it, but it was something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do. You. you it sounded like you like to get out there and, yep. and and catch frogs to begin with, uh, and you sort of fell into this, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, and, and when I started at the United Way, I was only working part-time. Okay. And um, I got a hold of uh, the schools mm-hmm. at that time, sent a thing out to all the, the secretaries and said, does anyone want to know about bullfrog awareness? And I developed a program for the schools. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and I loved it. I, I went into all the classrooms yeah. and took tadpoles, small frogs, and then I would hide the big ones under the table so oh. they wouldn't know away. <laughs> And we go through identification um, on them, the do's and don'ts, and because kids are the worst ones for moving them. Right. I mean they do travel. Yes. You know, not by bus of course, but they do travel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I went into the classroom and I think I spoke to about two thousand kids. Wow. I did this in the early nineties. And okay. I loved it. Right. But it all depended whether or not I could could get these. You know, oh, it depended okay. on the product. Yeah. So then I got on full time at the United Way, and that sort of went to the to the wayside. Um, mm-hmm. I did work at the hatchery okay. a little bit, and I remember being there one day, and we were working on the dissection table with the chum salmon, and this little boy comes up to me and he says, aren't you the frog lady? <laughs> wow. And I went, <laughs> I am, but today I'm the fish lady.
0: <laughs>
1: so I've gone from being a 4-H chicken lady Okay. Yeah. To um yeah, the frog lady. I love it. Yeah. yeah, so it's been it's been really great. I I really enjoy it. A lot of people are very sque- squeamish with them, but it doesn't bother me. I'm a outdoor person anyway. Right. Exactly. I'm a real naturalist, so I spend a lot of time out in the ocean, out in the parks and that.
0: Right. Exactly. And so let me ask again. So you, you were mentioning that you do the fly fishing. So is that both for the tadpoles no, and for the bullfrogs? No. Or these, like the full, okay. yeah,
1: What happens is the big ones yes. you have to fly fish for. And, okay. And the reason for that is that we tried different methods. Okay. We tried taking a net in and catching them because mm-hmm. they're just sitting on the outside of the shore. Okay. And we would, you know, one would be a spotter and then, you know, here come, there's one over here. but. Yeah. It interrupted the, it just, it was like a huge big predator coming into the pond. Oh,
0: gotcha. Okay. And
1: if we worked that pond for about two days on the third day, I swear they knew my car and they would just jump into the water and they wouldn't come to shore anymore. So, so we started going with the fishing side of it, which was very successful. Okay. You know, and, but the tadpoles, um, they'll go, I use minnow minnow traps for them. Okay. These ones here, I just caught with a net. Just a regular dip net wow. because there's so many of them. Um yeah. One female will spawn out twenty thousand eggs.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So they they could very well be that invasive species that they uh, are an invasive talk. species. Two hundred and twenty <laughs> to VIU, right? Yeah. Or that was that was the order. Is that yeah. do you have is there a maximum amount that you are allowed to catch? Uh, for, for both the tadpole species and no. the, the full size? Okay.
1: No, I have tanks that I got from the hatchery. Okay. So they house the, the tadpoles until I get my order. Okay. You know, um, I wish I could say I could make a living out of it, <laughs> but I am working full time, so yes, enough said are. on that side. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's it's just something different, and it, it's unique. I would love to go back into the schools again. And, and do programs.
0: Unique is right. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it would be great to get you in this schools. Yeah. I mean, you're here now in the district. Yeah. Obviously, we can't take you away from your day job, but no. uh, maybe there's something that uh, can be worked on maybe in the afternoons after you're all done, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I think that's, uh, I think that's a fantastic idea. So, so where, whereabouts? I mean, I haven't seen any uh, f- wherever I go, but there must be certain areas where you find a lot of these, or are they everywhere?
1: Well, we're not seeing the big frogs that much anymore okay and i don't know why i would love to say it's because of all the work that my son and i have done right but i, I don't think so they okay. they didn't have a natural predator when they came here okay but we are finding now that the blue herons are going in there and they're eating the tadpoles really so there are things that are eating them um i had an owl take one out of my yard when i had it in one of the one of my kids swimming pools Wow! And it came in at night, and they're they're really noisy. Like it sounded like a baby being dragged past the window. It was they was screaming. The oh, frog Oh no!
0: Knew exactly what was happening. It, it was
1: knew exactly, yeah. and oh, I, we no. didn't find it. So, yeah, but these ones are from Yellow Point. Okay. Um, yep. That seems to be a pretty good area for them. We, uh, my son and I, Neil, we used to go to all the golf courses. Oh. And they were used to people. Oh. So it would be we could get really close to them. Just walk right up to them. Yeah. We just have to watch out for the golf balls, of course. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Not so dangerous. The frogs aren't so dangerous. It's no. the golf balls. But they
1: are. They they're they're not good in, for the environment uh, because they are introduced. They don't have any real natural predators and they're right. very prolific. You know, as yes. I say 20,000 eggs one female will spawn out. That is And these ones are these tadpoles that we have here are really big.
0: I'm looking at them right now. I mean, these are... uh, You took one out of the jar, and uh, we'll definitely share a little bit of that video later on, but um, I'm surprised. I mean, I know how big bullfrogs are. Mm -hmm. I've seen tadpoles before, but obviously not the American bullfrog version, and they're these tiny little things, right? And even when they become full-size, they're not that big. This is... I thought this was fish when you first brought it in. I mean, they're 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 actually quite large. Um, do you go all over the island for them, or do you just you normally stick around the?
1: I don't need one to anymore. I mean, oh. the 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 three universities are they're taking tadpoles. Okay. Okay. The University right. of Ottawa they're looking at uh, live frogs. Probably, I did send them some last last summer. They're mm-hmm. looking at um, more this summer coming up. Okay. So I don't I don't have a, a huge market like i did with with viu okay Right. so the tadpoles are, are pretty easy if i can't find any in yellow point i've got i can go down to Quinell lake okay and i've got a friend down there that's got property on the lake and i set my minnow traps and then i just go down every day and clean them out
0: wow yeah, yeah. is it safe to assume though that we can find these all over the island
1: yeah they're probably from they're all the way up past campbell river now
0: wow yeah
1: okay. and i mean they're easy and what happens is kids pick Kids will do exactly this. What oh, I've done, they'll yes. put them in a bucket. Then they'll go visit, you know, Auntie Jane in in Campbell River, and right. Auntie Jane will say for just let them go, get out, get them out of my house. Right. They let them go, and now we've started the cycle somewhere. So else. So
0: it's Auntie Jane's fault that it's prob- Campbell yeah, it okay. probably is. I have to give yeah. her a call.
1: <laughs> but it's very interesting in August and September because you find the little frogs on the road in Yellow Point. Oh, okay. And I know Green Lake in North Nanaimo. Mm-hmm. They were having problems with it with them. But they, the, the, the rain triggers them. It's called colonization. Okay. So the rain triggers their brain to say, we have to go find another water course okay. and to survive. And even though they could be in a huge lake, they migrate. Okay. So they start going across the roads looking for another. And they're successful in doing it. I mean, they're in all ponds.
0: Right. Exactly. Are they uh, dangerous in any way to humans at all? Like, do they, I mean...
1: Are they poisonous? Poisonous, yeah.
0: No, No, nothing like that. So they they pretty much just mind their own business. It's okay if we play around with them, obviously, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. No poison.
0: Okay, and so you've mentioned, um, uh, you know, who you supply with. So, uh, I mean, like, really, what's your next steps? I mean, I mean, like you do, like you said, you do this on the side, but um, it sounds as if this can just continue on for years and years, being that um, you know they spawn so many.
1: Well, the, the universities like them because of their size. Ah, okay. We, we grow them big in BC. Yep. And um, they're a lot healthier than the ones that they import in from the states. Okay. Because we I'm their only, I'm their catcher in, in Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm the only one that that supplies these universities with it.
0: The official one right here sitting at the table. I love it. That's right. Now, uh, and and they want them live. So obviously they they study them or they do the dissection, I'm assuming? Well, the
1: University of Calgary uses them for sleep apnea and and stem cell. Really? Yeah. So I always tell people this is that what happens with the tadpole is when it's morphing into a frog at a certain point the the brain Mm -hmm. is comparable to i always say the male brain but i'm not going to (laughs) (laughs) it's it's comparable to the human brain at a certain stage where they can do their research wow
0: yeah okay so there's there's obviously and and that's the tadpole side that's the
1: tadpoles and actually where i send them to at the university is Mm -hmm. where they actually um or invented the sleep apnea mask
0: come on the same lab really yeah Okay, so that blows my mind. I mean, I never even knew that. Never even mm-hmm. would have made the connection. Uh, but how fascinating is that? Uh, is there other? I mean, uses for it, or I mean, have you heard of any other? Um, research
1: I don't. I, I don't know what the University of is using them for. Mm-hmm. Um, this is way above biology twelve. Okay. For me. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, but they want. They don't like them with the legs.
0: They don't like them with the legs? No,
1: they want them. They want the smaller tadpole that doesn't have any legs on them.
0: Okay, all right. And, and you mentioned it, it takes three years for them to get fully developed. So how yep. long would it take for them to get legs? I'm curious. What's that time window, usually?
1: Um, these ones here with the legs, they're just finishing. They're off their second year. Wow. So they're going to be frogs in the spring. Well, they, they should be frogs in the spring. Okay, Okay. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you say you got a lot of them at home right now. So how many, how many are we talking about? Do you have some full size and then also a, a bunch of these at home right now?
1: Um, I've got about 400.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're going to need some space for all of those. Well, I I've guess, got right? big
1: tanks. <laughs> They're about four feet deep and five okay. feet across. So.
0: Okay, uh, what about next steps? Anything? I mean, is there? Uh, I mean, you mentioned this. You you want to get into the schools again? Uh, you have any future plans for for anything? Maybe more animals that you want to call? Uh, no,
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't have time. <laughs> oh yes, who has the time, right? No
0: kidding. Well, Nancy, thanks so much for coming. I mean, this is this is fascinating stuff. I, I can't. St- stop looking at this jar of, of tadpoles uh, just swarming around in there and I think it's fantastic I, I really appreciate you coming down talking to us about uh, what you do outside of here in the district and uh, uh, I mean I commend you for doing this 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 started out as as, as something you just wanted to Go find, and now all of a sudden you've got this this other job out there for you. So congratulations! Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, it was nice because I got to spend a lot of one-on-one with my son.
0: Yes, that's right. Now and you're working on the grandson.
1: And now I'm working on the grandson. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: Is Is there anything else that maybe we missed about anything? Any fun facts about about what we're looking at right here?
1: I don't think so. I um, yeah, they're just very interesting. <laughs> just, I mean, I could talk about frogs all day long. So it's just. I bet you can. Yeah. No I've, kidding. I've, lots of people are interested in them and and what i do and uh, it's pretty unique
0: i love it good stuff well thanks again so much for coming this has been an episode of nlps ed talks have yourself a good day thank you bye-bye